Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil here with the Tutor Podcast. Yet another dose of uncommon sense about the business of tutoring, teaching and coaching. And as always, I'll be trying to share tips and ideas to make your business more profitable, make it more fun and that might even be useful in the real world in the rest of your life. So today I really want to talk about positioning as it relates to us. Uh, I'm not talking about the feng shui or feng shui sort of moving the furniture around kind of positioning, but really figuring out and managing who we are in the minds of our students and in the marketplace as a whole. For, for good or bad, you need to be aware of that. It's a really important idea because it will dictate where you sit on the spectrum of their perception somewhere between rank amateur making a bit of money on the side around another job to full-time professional expert. You want to be in the latter end of that, if you can. So, who are you in the minds of the students? In the marketplace, how are you perceived? Now, you want to be consistent about this. So first identify who you are and then figure out how to convey that to your students. Be true to yourself. You know, maintaining a front of any kind takes an awful lot of effort. And if you think of a career within the teaching business, you could be doing this for 20, 30, 40 years. So be yourself. Everybody else is taken anyway. Being yourself is actually a very, very uh, desirable property because it's integrity, it's honesty. They know who you are, what they're getting. It gives them a sense of certainty, makes you reliable. So start to figure out what it, what it is that you do that makes you special, different, or an expert, an authority within your field. And also factoring why it is that you even want to be a tutor or a coach. Are you, for instance, an earnest and erudite scholar? You're a sort of professor type, if you like. Or maybe, perhaps like me, you're a rebel with very little time for convention and old-fashioned, stuffy ways of doing things. You're a nonconformist. Maybe you're a, a, a musician who's just making some money on the side around your band's gig schedule, in which case you, you're a player. If you're a school teacher who's doing extra tuition out of hours to help kids and adults learn in ways that they can't within the school system, then you're what I call an extra miler. Maybe, again, like me, you're someone who's beaten their own demons and wants to share what they did so they can help other people to overcome their demons. You're almost a comeback kid kind of a person. 
again, like me, you're a person who's in love with the subject and desperate to spread the word. You're an evangelist, an explorer and a creator of ideas, bringing back treasure to share, an explorer, researcher type of person. Or maybe you're a bit of a mad scientist, inventing and creating new ways to teach, learn and think. You're a creative genius. Or even perhaps you're a caring mentor who will carefully and patiently coax the best out of them, like a favorite uncle. You can be these or any number of other things, but it's a great idea to figure out where you sit in the minds of your students. So ask them, get feedback. Make sure that their perception of you is aligned with who you think you are. And if it isn't, are they right? If it's not aligned, what can you do to change that? So when you've done all of that, look around you and notice what it is that creates that impression. Well, the first thing of all is your environment. If you have a teaching room, how is it laid out? What equipment is there? Does it all work? Is it all in good condition? Do you have display do you have display items around you? Awards, diplomas, degrees, photographs, talking point items. Everything says something about you. How clean or dirty your room is says something about you. How good or bad the lighting is. It's, it's an indicator of how much thought you put into the process. As is tidiness. Nothing screams amateur like a room that's just full of junk. So have a real good close look at your environment and figure out what kind of impression that's conveying to the people who visit your teaching room. And the next thing is what I would call your level of professionalism. Now, I'm going to start with the most important of all things here, and that's timekeeping. Nothing says more about you than how you deal with time and how you respect other people's time. If you're always late, the, the consistent impression that is given is that you don't care about their time. You'll show up when it suits you. Screw them. Don't be that person. Be on time. Be a professional. Next thing is be prepared. The chaotic environments and a lack of planning seriously undermines your expert status. Be prepared in all things. Everything you need should be there. The next thing is keep notes. I mean, some of these things are so obvious, I'm almost embarrassed to go over them, but I do have a couple of tutor friends who don't do many of these things. Keep notes, as well as having a plan, have a record of what you've done with any particular student. You don't want to be doubling up on contents, leaving big holes in it. Have a plan. The next thing is availability. If you have lots of vacant slots, you'll be perceived very differently than if you're booked solid. If you're booked solid, the assumption is that you're really good and everyone is desperate to get in and work with you. If you have acres of open space on your schedule, 
then maybe you're not that great. Now that could be true or false, but the impression given can be can be different than the truth of what you do. And finally, there are fees. We've done a couple of previous episodes about the money aspect of, of tutoring. And my question to you is, do you want to be perceived as the pound land of teaching or the Harrods? Do you want to be in the bargain basement or the premium product? I would always suggest you head for the premium end of the market because that's where the money is, unless you're teaching low price one to many. If you're working one to one, always go premium and offer super premium. Just a thought. Okay, and then we're going to finally come to your own personal appearance and style. I'm amazed by tutors who were scruffy. I think if you're charging people and receiving payment for your services, you owe it to them to be clean and neat. If you have long hair, keep it tidy. If you have short hair, keep it tidy. If you shave, shave every day. Don't let it go for two or three days and just get covered in stubble because she just looks scruffy, guys. Girls, if you have this problem, we should talk on a different issue. How you dress. This is so important. Do you wear a suit? Are you going to be dressed casually? Will you wear jeans? All of these choices that you'll make will link to the perception of you in the minds of your students. Personally, I have a uniform. It is a dark purple shirt, pair of blue jeans, and some very nice brown brogue shoes with pointy toes. Apart from that, I have a backup uniform, which is a simple gray t-shirt and the rest doesn't change. If a student came in expecting a rock and roll guitar lesson, I'm wearing a three piece suit. There is a mismatch there. So I'm going to consistently show up, be the same person I used to deal with week on week because it's reassuring. The next thing is how I talk. Within certain parameters, I'll tailor my language and style to the student. But as a general rule, I will speak in standard English. I won't use a lot of slang. Uh, tend to keep absenting down to a bare minimum. If they go there first, I may raise an eyebrow. But uh, generally speaking, I'll let them set the level at which we speak. And I'll calibrate that with my own choices. And then there's the way I'll behave. With some people, I want to be really serious. With others, I can be a lot more playful, a lot more jocular. But generally speaking, I'm disruptive. I'm really disruptive. 
I'll confront their expectations and not reinforce their prejudices, which I can't even say. Not reinforce their prejudices. That's not what I'm for. Remember, guys, everything counts. When you meet your students, you are who they perceive you to be, not who you think you are. So you have to manage their perceptions and don't leave it to chance. Because this is what brands do. They figure out who they are to their customers and they intensify that consistent impression. Think of things like Nike shoes, Coca-Cola, Rolex watches. They, they know their lane, they stay in their lane. I mean, could you imagine Rolex introducing watches for £19.99 available at Asda? I mean, that would totally deposition their £10,000 big ticket bling. Or maybe Nike launching their 140 quid Air Jordan trainers at 25 quid a pair, suddenly destroying their premium brand position. You can't do that, guys. You identify your lane and stay in it. So to my tribe... I'm the patient expert who's making it fun to learn, enthusiastically egging them on and determined to help them achieve their dreams by unearthing the little spark of playfulness that they've hidden away. The little spark that they couldn't kill. I'm the disruptor of their expectations. The guy who breaks the rules. And maybe I'm also a bit of a mad scientist and explorer too. So who are you to your tribe? Get in touch and let me know, because I love hearing from you guys out there. It's info at neilcamado.com. And remember, you can always follow me on Twitter, where I am, at Tutor Podcast, and you'll get an insight into the crazy life I live around my tutoring business. Hit that subscribe button now, and you'll automatically get the latest updates as soon as they're live. And I'm going to wrap it up for today, because I've got a fun-packed afternoon playing guitar with my mates which is kind of my business so join me next time on the tutor podcast where it's going to be all about how to start grow and love your tutoring business have a fabulous day get in touch with the tutor podcast via email or social media and the tutor podcast team will be listening subscribe on itunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device and remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.